0: Good afternoon, everyone. This is Saturday, April 22nd, 2017. Happy Earth Day, everyone. This is episode 51 of the WCWS Radio Network's uh, weekly review show. This is WCWS Power Hour. I am, once again, Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw back on the line here with you. Uh, Still awaiting the arrival, of, of course, uh, uh, hopefully we'll have some more folks pop on here. Uh, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll try here for in the meantime. We'll go in a little bit solo here uh, to this afternoon. As of course we talk about all of our shows here in the WWS Radio Network here from the past week. Of course there was a Show from Raw Radio, to uh, of course Wrestling Revisited and Outside the Ropes Wrestling Debate, uh, Top Hill Inc. and of course top two shows. W-7 US Revolution and NWO Wolfpack. Uh, plus, here to this, this afternoon, we'll be bringing you today's rest, today in wrestling history, and of course, also we'll bring you. Uh, hopefully, we'll have an update on our number of downloads so far this past week. Here, <clears throat> of course, according to Talkshoe.com. So, we have had a lot of folks who have listened to our shows. We'd love to get some input from that, and we do greatly appreciate that. Once again. Uh, If you want to chime in on anything we have to talk about here this this afternoon right here on Power Hour, please, as always, feel free to give us a call right here. Of course, phone number uh, is always open here, 1724-444-7444. That call ID is 141364-POUND. By all means, please press that one if you want to chime in on anything that we have to talk about here this afternoon, of course, right here on Episode 51 of Power Hour. That's not waste any time, ladies and gentlemen. What we'll do is, first off, we'll start off with the Today in Wrestling History. Uh, have a pretty good amount there uh, before we go on to, of course, uh, <clears throat> our main topic of discussion, which is all of our shows here the past week. Let's go ahead and take care of that right now. Of course, with the Today in Wrestling History, of course, April 22nd. Um, now, you may hear today's and tomorrow's Wrestling History also performed by the human-suitcase machine, John Gross on Raw Radio. This coming Monday afternoon. But of course, like I said, we always we always like to give you like uh, double the information here. Of course, as we always talk about here. Um, normally, John gives a condensed version of the history. Does uh, not, but uh, I uh, try to bring you every single word. And also that way, you know, you'll have a, a better understanding of it. But of course, John does a tremendous job. Of course, bringing history here to you each and every week. Of course, in addition to raw radio, of course, he brings it to us every single week, of course, during our uh, Revolution and Wolfpack broadcast. So let's go ahead and uh, bring bring the history right here for today, for like April 22nd. Let's see what took place on this day uh, years ago. Twenty-nine years ago today, which would put it at uh, 19, see, 1988, I believe, the WWF tapes the 16th episode of Saturday Night's Main Event from the Springfield Civic Center in Springfield, Massachusetts. The episode would air just over a week later on NBC. Three episodes of Wrestling Challenge were also taped, which featured the debut of ring announcer Mike McGurk. If everyone was familiar with him, uh, let's go ahead and give you the matches that took place here on this edition of Saturday Night's Main Event. Excellent. Axel Jim Duggan defeated Hercules by DQ. Excuse me there, ladies and gentlemen. We may may have somebody coming on. Okay. Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. Out there we do have... uh... Someone coming online? Yes, indeed. And before I proceed with uh, that Saturday night's main event lineup, let's go ahead and bring him in here right now. It is, of course, one of the only Iceman himself, J.D. Jared DiGiolamo. Of course, J.D. is a 2015 and 2017 WCWS Hall of Famer. He is also, of course, a part of the team that brings you WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here from 3 to 5, right here on TalkShoot.com, and also a real big part of all our other shows going on here in the radio network. Let's go ahead and welcome in here this afternoon to Episode 51 of Power Hour. Yes, it is. Yes, indeed. Uh, J.D., we're taking care of the history right now, and then we'll, we will proceed to the uh, uh, review of all the shows. So just uh, uh, right now uh, we're looking at... Uh, Twenty-nine years ago today, 1988, WWF airs the 16th episode of Saturday Night's Minute Event in Springfield, Massachusetts. This episode would not air until just over a week later on NBC. And just to reiterate as well, three episodes of Wrestling Challenge were also taped at this time, which featured the the, the debut of ring announcer Mike McGurk. Uh, Let's go ahead and run down once once again. Let's run down the lineup for Saturday night's main event. I was just getting started when JD did come on, so let's go ahead and read that once again. Axel Jim Duggan defeated Hercules by DQ. British to Barbara Beefcake defeated Danny Davis. Macho Man Randy Savage defeated One Man Gang to retain the WWF title. Demolition defeated the British Bulldogs by DQ to retain the tag team titles. Ted DiBiase defeated Don Morocco and Ravishing Rick Rude defeated Coco Beware. 19 years ago today, which would put it at, uh, say, 1998, yes, during a live episode of Thunder from Columbia, South Carolina, Marcus Buff Bagwell was severely injured while taking a 2nd rope Bulldog during a tag team match. The incident, as explained in the May 2nd, 1998 edition of Pro Wrestling Torch, it goes like this. Marcus Buff Bagwell suffered a serious neck injury or spinal shock on the April 22nd edition of Thunder. He had neck surgery on April 27th and is expected to need 8 to 12 months to recover. Chances are he will be able to wrestle again, but it is not a given. During the tag team tag match broadcast live on TBS, Rick Steiner bulldogged Marcus Buff Bagwell off the top rope. When Rick landed ahead of Bagwell, Bagwell's head jammed into Rick's side then turned sharply. Rick turned Bagwell over for the pin. Scott Snyder then nailed Rick on the back of the chair and dragged the knocked-out Bagwell onto Rick for the pin. As Scott moved Bagwell, Bagwell was talking to him, likely telling him he was seriously hurt. Scott moved too quickly in and out of the ring to pick up what Bagwell was saying, but shortly after the pinfall, it became apparent something was wrong. Buff didn't move after the match. Scott Norton, Bagwell's partner in the tag match, and Vincent began to drag Buff out of the ring. When he didn't move to ask him if he was okay, he shook his head no. Luger conference with Rick and Bagwell on the mat. They cut to a commercial upon returning. Four months after the Bulldog had injured him, Bagwell hadn't been moved. Vincent and Norton were joined by a WCW trainer in checking out Bagwell, who was lying flat on his back. He could move his left arm, but not his legs. They replayed the move from a reverse angle which looked pretty scary upon impact. Shivani during the match had talked about how NWO members have no souls, but the storyline announcing changed over to Shivani paying tribute to the physical risk all wrestlers take during matches week after week. They announced an ambulance was on the way. The crowd could tell it was it was no angle and were silent and concerned. 11 minutes after the injury, the cameras cut away from the ring to the end of the announcing desk where they had moved on and talked about ongoing storylines. Bagwell had lost the ability to move his legs and arms. Within 10 minutes of arriving at the hospital, he began to get movement back at his extremities. After 30 minutes, he was unstrapped and allowed to try to walk. He was able to move around, much to the relief of his friends who were there, including Scott Steiner, Lex Luger, and Sting. Bagwell suffered several damaged vertebrae and spinal shock and would require the use of a wheelchair for some time. After Hogan verbally castrated him for his condition on his return to WCW programming on the July 13th Nitro, Bagwell essentially swears off their NWO and forgives Rick Steiner a week later. It turned out to be an elaborate ruse. Scott Steiner would assault his brother Rick in a, in in one of the in one of the, uh, the most controversial moments in wrestling history. Bagwell jumped off the wheelchair, ripped off his neck brace, and joined in the assault, essentially reaffirming his allegiance to the NWO. 17 years ago today, which we put at 2,000, ECW held the final Cyber Slam from the ECW arena in Philadelphia. Highlights of the event aired on the April 28th episode of ECW on TNN, and here are the matches that took place. Posato Tanaka defeated Two Cold Scorpio. Dal Marie and Lance Storm defeated Jazz and Nova. Little Guido defeated Kid Cash and Super Crazy in a three way dance. The new Dangerous Alliance, Bill Wiles and C.W. Anderson, defeated Danny Doring and Roadkill. Balls Mahoney and New Jack defeated the Baldies, Angel and DeVito. Steve Carino defeated Dusty Rhodes. Rhino defeated Yoshihiro Tajiri to win the World TV title. Tommy Dreamer defeated Taz to win the ECW World Heavyweight title. This would be Taz's final match in the original ECW. However, Justin Credible defeated Tommy Dreamer to win the ECW title, World Heavyweight title. As Dreamer was making his victory speech about how he might not ever make it to the WrestleMania or the Starcade, but making it as ECW World Champion, Credible interrupts his speech and Francine turns on him. The Incredible quickly defeats Dreamer to win the world title. Dreamer never got the chance to wear the championship belt. As for Credible, he threw down his half of the tag team titles, essentially vacating it. Lance Storm left for WCW three weeks later and vacated his half of the tag team titles as well. All this went down in a span of about 10 minutes, making Dreamer by far the shortest-reigning ECW champion ever. Dreamer did make it to WrestleMania in 2007, I want to have a seven-week run as ECW champion in 2009, making him the only man to hold both versions of the ECW championship. Eleven years ago today, which was put at 2006, Ring of Honor presented the 100th show from the Murphy Recreation Center in Philadelphia. As the name implies, it's the 100th event the company put on. It also went back to the Murphy Recreation Center, the promotion's original home. And here are the matches that took place at this event. Christopher Daniels defeated Claudio Castagnoli, who I think mm-hmm. now is Cesaro.
1: Yeah.
0: The li- Delirious defeated Jimmy Jacobs, Jimmy Rave, and Jimmy Yang in a four-corner survival match. Generation Next, Austin Aries and Roderick Strong defeated the Rottweilers, Homicide, and Ricky Reyes to retain the ROH Tag Team titles. Brian Danielson defeated Colt Cabana to retain the ROH World title. Derek Dempsey defeated Pele Primo to retain the ROH Top of the Class Trophy. Brian Danielson defeated Delirious to retain the ROH World Title. The Briscoes defeated The Briscoes. Mark and Jay defeated Matt Seidel and AJ Styles. Team CZW Chris Hero, Necro Butcher, and Super Dragon defeated Team ROH Adam Pearce, BJ Whit- Whitmer, and Samoa Joe. Nine years ago today, which we put it at uh, 2008, WWE, susp- uh, excuse me. WWE suspends Michael Hayes for 60 days following an incident that occurred during WrestleMania week. Hayes a- a read- allegedly made a racist remark towards Mark Henry. Suspension was meant to be kept quiet, but word spread amongst employees during the weekend. Hmm. Seven years ago today, to put it at 2010, Whoa, WWE starts cleaning some house here, uh, J.D. I believe who they they released a bunch of people here. Huh. Uh, they released Shelton Benjamin, Mickey James, Sho Funaki, James Yun, who was Jimmy Wang Yang, uh, Terry Gordy, who was, of course, Jesse and Sam Master J, Katerina Waters, who was Katie Lee Burchill, and Mike Ettinga, who was Mike Knox. And how funny is that Mickey
1: James is back now and Benjamin was also most
0: ready to come back in, and then all of a sudden that kind of blew up power. Indeed. And, of course, seeing uh, Terry Gordy's son back uh, come back the other year, his father, the Freebirds, were invented in the Hall of Fame, so which was pretty good. And here's where everybody went, by the way, after this release. Benjamin went to Ring of Honor, where he was a two-time Tag team champion with his World's Greatest Tag Team partner Charlie Haas. He also wrestled for New Japan Pro Wrestling from 2012 to 15, as well as a year and a half for Pro Wrestling Noah. Benjamin was set to return to WWE last summer, but his return interrupted by a torn rotator cuff. Was interrupted by a torn rotator cuff injury. As he has not signed his WWE deal prior to his injury, Shelton is considered a free agent. Young returned to the independent circuit and wrestled briefly for All Japan Pro Wrestling. In 2011, he made a one-night return to TNA Wrestling, as a three-way match for a TNA contract. Young, who owns a professional wrestling school and a pest-control business, is considered retired. Katarina, or Katie Lee, briefly returned to the independent circuit before joining TNA in October 2010. She would win the Knockouts Championship twice and the Knockouts Tag Titles once. After not appearing on TNA programming for about six months in 2012, Waters left TNA and returned to the independent circuit. After a one-off appearance for Juggalo Championship Wrestling in, 2000, in August 2010, Mike, this is Mike Knox, I believe, largely was out of the spotlight until returned to the independent circuit in 2012. Most notably, he wrestled in the main event of the inaugural House of Hardcore show. He joined TNA in 2013 as a member of Aces and Nates. After the group dissolved, Mike, as it was known as this Nux, K N U X, formed the Menagerie. Mike left TNA in May 2015, after a month, about a month after joining the Inoki Genome Federation. And Funaki sporadically appeared for WWE when they had house shows in Japan. In 2011, Funaki opened his own wrestling school, the Funaki Dojo. Funaki appeared in 2014 as a translator for the then debuting Hideo Itami. He returned to WWE in 2016, providing Japanese commentary for pay-per-view events. So he's back here, technically. He's back as well, but Naki is.
1: Yeah.
0: Four years ago today, we'll put a 2013, WWE, WWE, I'm sorry, E, announced via press release that they have greenlit the WWE reality series Total Divas. And here is the here is the story about that. He announced his new series revealing the real women behind the WWE Divas that proves the drama is even bigger when they step outside the ring. And this is from Los Angeles, April 22, 2013. Adored by millions of fans, the gorgeous women we call WWE Divas have earned their places as sports entertainment icons through more than just their, just their pretty faces and red-hot figures. It takes a lot of working guts to enter the competitive WWE family, where youth is golden. This summer, E! will take viewers into a whole new world of drama when Total Divas explores life beyond the ring for seven WWE divas who must wrestle with the challenges of life in the spotlight, a grueling work and travel schedule, and the intense competition for prominence in a career that leaves little time for a personal life. This is coming from the president of E! Suzanne Kolb. She's saying, I'm thrilled for E and WWE to join forces and pull back to curtain on one of pop culture's most fascinating arenas. With tens of millions of weekly, of weekly fans at their disposal, these glamorous, entertaining, and powerful women prove that behind the glitz of the spotlight, the locker room drama, jockey for position within the organization, they are all drawn to one thing, stardom. Hmm. We are excited to work with E on the launch of Total Divas, a series that will showcase the professional and personal lives of of WWE's multi-talented female performers. And this is being said by Kevin Dunn, Executive VP of Television Production for WWE. There is no series on the air that can rival the charm, beauty, larger-than-life personalities, drama, and glamour that this show will deliver. The series will focus on a select group of seven women from the ranks of the WWE Diva Corps, five are established divas who are no strangers to the life, and two are newbies, girls who have entered the, the Diva training program, They have yet to prove themselves worthy of the title. Throughout the series, we will see the women attempting to establish their own pecking order as the new girls attempt to handle the jealousy and pressure that comes of working your way up the ladder for the most airtime, ringtime, and top celebrity status. With no two days alike in juggling their constant demands, the divas definitely find time to celebrate their star status by by, by traveling the world for their various charities appearing in future films, attending star-studded red carpets and glamorous photo shoots. Through it all, the everyday challenges of maintaining relationships with their boyfriends as well as their families and their over-the-top lifestyle start to take their toll on the girls. Appearing in the series are the battle twins, Bree and Nikki, a pair of seasoned veterans who have reached superstar status in the WWE ring and earned their places in the spotlight. The duo will work harder than ever to maintain this level of excellence, whether the newbies like it or not. Naomi and Cameron are two knockouts who dance routine, whose dance routines have made them stars on the tour. When conflict and success collide head-on between these 2 we'll both be left standing. They don't call them divas for nothing. Natalia is a third-generation sports entertainment star who knows the ropes and knows them well. She's seen a lot of doors open for other divas, but often finds herself left behind when it comes to achieving superstar status. Can she continue to soldier on as a perennial bridesmaid? And tagging into the ring as the newest member of the Divas is Eva Marie, a passionate, sexy, extremely competitive force that wants started more than anyone else. Also joining on the action is Jojo Offerman, an entertainer at heart, young and energetic, who will no doubt be a charismatic force in the ring. The show kicks off with an unprecedented look inside the most anticipated WWE event of the year, WrestleMania marking the first time that any TV series was granted exclusive behind-the-scenes access to WWE. Following the drama, the series heads to WWE's flagship TV program, Monday Night Raw, with a match between the Bells in one corner and Naomi and Cameron, of course, a.k.a. the Funkadactyls in the other. They bring on the drama from the very start, and launches are quickly formed on the road as new girls choose sides. And with some WWE superstars vying for the romantic attention of the girls, the drama continues to, boil, to a boil quickly, and shows no sign of slowing down. Total Divas is produced by WWE and Bunim Murray Productions. Don Murray, Gil Goldsheen, Jeff Jenkins, and Russell J are executive producers for Bunim Murray Productions. Eighty-five total episodes of the series have aired over six seasons, including the t- current one, and the series has spun off featuring two members of the original cast. Of course, this is now called Total Bellas. That was a lot to talk about. Four years ago today, we also put it in 2013, Melina Ruka, best known as WWE Devo Rosa Mendez, was sent home from their European tour for personal reasons. Those personal reasons turned out to be Ruka going through an alcoholic relapse. Mendez did not return to WWE television until August and did not appear in a match until October. Later in the year, Michael Hayes suspended for allegedly causing said relapse. In February 2000. In 2016, gave birth to her first child, Jordan Elizabeth. On Jordan's first birthday, Malina announced she was announced her retirement. Three years ago today, which we put in at 2014, Extreme Rising cancels all the upcoming events, including four events scheduled for the next two weekends. The company informs the roster via text message that all events were canceled, and shuts down their social media accounts essentially following operations. The promotion, founded in the 2012 as Extreme Reunion by Five Guys Wrestling, Inc., who was wrestlers Shane Douglas and Cody Michaels, Stephen Mike O'Neill, and producer Kevin Kleinrock, it was essentially a reboot of ECW featuring ex-ECW alumni, including Douglas, Raven, The Sandman, Stevie Richards, and Jerry Lynn. An awful first outing, one that Douglas apologized for, forced the rebranding of the company as Extreme Rising. Bringing to newer talent not associated with the original ECW. The company would put on four more shows in 2012, but just one more event after that in December 2013 at the ECW Arena. A series of events scheduled on the weekend of WrestleMania 29 were canceled due to lack of ticket sales, a regular occurrence with the promotion. Stevie Richards goes down as the promotion's only champion, winning a card subject to change in December 2012, which was Extreme Rising's. Next to last show. So there you go here. Uh
1: no birthdays? No birthdays
0: today, believe it or not. So uh on the so no one was born on Earth Day apparently. Mm. But the interesting thing about the Buff Bagwell thing. I I remember I remember that. I remember that out. too,
1: and you know, I mean that was very controversial. I mean, even to this day people say that was one of the most uh I would say despicable incidents. I mean, this here's a guy who I mean was hurt, however, and they were wondering would he ever wrestle again, let alone walk again. You know, I mean, after having a serious sure. injury like this, and then all of a sudden he just slaps everyone in the face like that. Yeah, I mean, of course, I mean
0: he would. Uh, you know, he's uh, like I said that uh, he was a uh, a big time. Uh, you know, after that, and all. I mean, he didn't. I don't think last Lasted very long. And, well, uh, he tried. He had that one match in WWE
1: with uh, when they, uh did the invasion angle, if you remember, and that really just stunk up the joint. And I mean, he says to this day how he blames Jr. and a cup Vince McMahon for uh, not giving him a fair shake. Well, guess what you you screwed the you screwed the pooch. Supposedly, you really messed yourself right. over in a way. However, and then. Then you uh did some uh, reality show, I guess, became a gigolo, how I think it was called gigolo. It's how you did some shows, how like reality show. But you know, I mean, you were an okay, Russell, to start with, I mean with Scorpio. But I mean, once you did the American males thing with Scotty Riggs, how I mean your career just really went south in a hurry. Right,
0: right. Well in personally, like I said, we've talked about this before before we go on to the our talking about our shows here. Um Several key moments for Buff. Obviously, he did win uh, Tag Team Gold at one time with Scottie Riggs as as part of the American Males. Do you think it was a moment like that, or do you think it was the moment when he joined the NWO that really kind of helped Buff come? I
1: think once he joined the NWO, he became arrogant and cocky. I mean, that's what we all know. I mean, he was still cocky, don't get me wrong. But he was also sort of like a... Jackass. you going to use the term loosely. I mean, he was a real big auto jackass.
0: Right. Yeah. But still, you can I'm sure you still cannot deny the fact that you know he has made sporadic appearances. I think he's won some independent wrestling gold here recently. Yeah. Uh, but still, I mean, you know, it was a pity, you know, that he didn't have an oppor- a real good opportunity to, you know, really establish himself in the WWE. Especially you know, the only being on there one time, you know. I mean, he he he. I think he got the full effect of that, you know, during the that entire match. I think it was mistaken. It was a WCW title match against Booker T. I think it was, it, was, it was. Yeah, it was.
1: And then the thing too, also. I mean, I think once the neck injury happened, how I mean, yes, you felt sorry for him. Yes, you felt uh, just like this was a very serious. Like I said, it's a very serious neck injury. And, you didn't know if his career would be ever the same, but then all of a sudden he fooled everyone, he pulled the wool over everyone's eyes and just basically pissed all over him and pissed over the organization. And why they never suspended him
0: is beyond me. Yeah, but uh I mean of course last time we saw him, we saw Stone Cold and Kurt Angle throwing him out of the arena. Yeah. After they were beating him on Booker T they threw out both too, so yeah, but, but I really but of course like I said, me personally, I mean you know, I really would have loved to see him at least really stick around for a little bit more during the invasion angle. He would have been a real big factor in my opinion. Yeah. Of course, but like he, but like you said, I mean he like you said, he kinda of cost himself that and uh, you know, and of course the story the thing is about uh you know, the thing going on between I think uh J R and also his mother. I think that would that really kind of
1: uh Ruffle feathers.
0: Uh, yeah, so yeah, that was kind of being a
1: ruffle feathers. However, I have heard, and I think it has been confirmed. I'll we'll have to double check to be sure later today. But I think we'll talk about it a little bit more. We've talked more about the Morrow renewal situation. That's been really the big story. I think it became officially uh, a done deal today. I think that uh, I think it was today, or it might be coming up soon. But I think it's official now. Morrow and WWE have now parted a ways with each other.
0: Right, I've not noticed it before I took off the history page. I think I and that's
1: that. a, And you know, that's a shame, too, because, I mean, here's a guy who, I mean, came in. They gave him a chance to be a big yeah. name after being big in Japan, however. Big as an announcer over there and just showing what everyone is capable of, however. I mean, he was a good announcer. I mean, it's just, I don't know. To me, I, I mean, I've said it before. I mean, I've said it all along through this whole thing with JBL. I mean, if I'm WWE, I'm firing him right now. I really would. I mean, you don't bully your own announcers. I mean, that's like saying Corey Graves would bully someone like Jerry the King Lawler or Booker T. I mean, and he would get sent home for it or at least warned about maybe even suspended. What did they do to JBL? They didn't do anything because JBL is such the golden god to them because he thinks he's the greatest announcer. I'm sorry. I mean, they should suspend him. They should suspend him or just fire him on the spot right now.
0: Well certainly, certainly. And of course you, you brought a real good example, of course I, I could not imagine Cory Graves getting in the face of two men. Of course you got two basically two Hall of Famers, you know, been in the business for a good number of years between the two and all that. You know that who who sure yes he knows come around Corey Graves knows the stuff when it comes to wrestling. He's been he's been a pretty good he's been a good asset overall. But the thing about it is he ever got in the face of guys like the King or Booker T., I mean, the thing about it is he wouldn't be probably on on, on there for long either. I mean, even he'd be, he'd be dissing two legends like that. I mean, that would have been that would be something. But, yeah. But I mean, but still, but but you raised a very good point about the deal with JBL and and this and this gentleman. Um, but uh, I mean, JBL's been there a long time. I mean, I will give him credit on doing a lot of great things. But like you said, I mean, I do agree with that assessment as well. So, uh, so. WWE loses another loses uh, an announcer. So, uh, but of course it's been revamped anyway. Of course we all know who's on Raw, who's on SmackDown. So we'll just wait to see how that goes. and well, so, I mean, will, will a lot of people miss this guy? Maybe I don't know. I mean, there could be I mean, Mar-
1: Mar- I mean, they said Marvin Olaj had a little some. I mean, had some issues, but I don't think he did. He was pretty. I mean, he really called matches good. I mean, he wasn't like Jr. But He really was one of the young up-and-coming, well, like I say, he's an up-and-coming young announcer, and he's had history in other places. But WWE needed that. I mean, they haven't had a real passionate, energy-driven type announcer since JR. And I think Ranola was the guy they liked. They were really behind him. They said, okay, let's give you a chance. We've heard good things about you in New Japan. You've done done well with announcing. And then maybe he, I mean, it was a minor slip-up. Maybe he didn't have... Many slip ups maybe like I said the health was obviously the big thing and health sure. is nothing to sneeze at obviously but at the same right. time however, if it wasn't for his health or anything like that, he had everything going for him I mean they he had a great gig here I mean I, you know, it seemed like he never was unhappy he never had a mean spirit of bone in his body everyone liked him and most of the and they said that there was a lot there was just maybe maybe he just screwed up on one occasion or not that much but at the same time at the end of the day, he was very talented, and like I said, it's just for them to piss all over him, pardon the pun, but that's the truth. However, it's it's a shame, and, and they really messed themselves up on this one.
0: Certainly. So we'll just have to wait and see, like I said, what, uh, what sort of impact that will make. But like I said, truly another another voice is gone. I mean, so there you go. But uh, thank you. Very good, very good analysis there, J.D. Thank you very much. sir. Sure. Let's take care of this one more time before we get to our review of the show's. This is WCWS Power Hour, episode 51, of course, Saturday, April twenty-second, two 2017. Of course, 1724 444 call ID 141364-POUND. I am once again Mr. WCWS Chad Hinchel back on the line alongside the Iceman, J.D. Jerry B. DiRogamo. of course, from WCWS Raw Radio, every Monday afternoon right here on Talk Show, as well as, of course, a 2015 and 17 Hall of Famer. Let's go ahead, ladies and gentlemen. And dive right on into our review of, of all of our shows here of this past week, and we have some good lineups and a couple of little changes here and there. But still, we got all the shows in as promised to you each and every week. And uh, we'll have we have a lot to talk about here with with our shows. So let's go ahead and dive right on into them. First off, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Monday afternoon tradition. As I just mentioned, WWS Raw Radio. or is that call ID? 138-744-10. Uh <clears throat> but uh, let's go ahead and turn J.D. loose and he can give us a good summary of what took place on Raw Radio Monday afternoon.
1: Uh, Monday was a very interesting show, of course. We uh, talked a little bit more about the shake-up, obviously, uh, some other things uh, pertaining to the local news. It was a very interesting uh, day, let's just say. However, we also... As, it was, uh, John, actually, John and I did a pretty unique thing, however. With the draft just around the corner, we did, however... And Gerard, you and Shell were supposed to come on, but you had obligations, something some But uh, we did sort of like a variation. Uh, John and I did, how like a mock draft how, of the top 100 big names, how our announcers, superstars, arenas, that sort of thing. And you'll definitely have to go back and listen to it. It was it was quite interesting, to say the least.
0: Absolutely, and of course, of course, also the big time tradition, of course. Uh, every Monday afternoon, of course, the raw ratings and the uh, main event preview for that night's Monday Night Raw.
1: And sometimes uh, even predictions of papers, which will be the case this coming Monday with payback a week from tomorrow.
0: Oh, that's right. Yes, indeed. Thank you very much for the reminder there, J.D. Uh, of course, like I said, Raw, ratings, ladies and gentlemen, uh, well, of course, uh, every, each and every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoot.com. Of course, T.M.W.O. T. Smith, the Iceman, D. Girolamo, and the human suplex machine, John Gross. And a plethora of guests will come up and uh, give you, of course, uh, everything going on in the world of wrestling. They'll be back, of course, uh, Monday afternoon, of course, from 3 to 5. Call ID 138 744 Next up, ladies and gentlemen, we had a little bit of a twist in the schedule there. Uh, uh, Wrestling Revisited, I believe this was, yes, I believe Wrestling Revisited was preempted on Tuesday. uh, So there was not a Wrestling Revisited Tuesday night, and we'll get back to that in just one second. But we did also, but of course, we did, of course, uh, bring the Tuesday edition of US Revolution. Of course, once again, myself, along with King and w. Bo, uh the Iceman, uh, of course, the Human Machine, and the Black Widow, of course, for sub Ms. Michelle and Dodds. As, of course, once again, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed was set up at WWF US, the old school tradition. And, of course, we uh, we did what we always do. Of course, we talked about, talk about the latest wrestling news. Which was some, there were some really big-time highlights going on here. Uh, of course, John brought us the history of birthdays, which was a very good time in the world of, uh, of course, historic moments in the world of wrestling. And of course, everyone gave. We we did not hesitate with to give you our thoughts and opinions about this past Monday night's raw. Uh, I think uh, yes, indeed, including the most infamous moment that occurred. Uh, I think the, the very last thing that happened Monday night. So we all know what happened there, so. <laughs> yeah. Big time, big time. The ring course, collapsing. Like, yes, another ring collapse moment, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we all heard about the one involving you know, Big Show and Brock, Big Show, big Show and Mark Henry, of course. Uh, now B, 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 this is the third B,
1: ring that's collapsed. I mean, Big Show's done it with Brock Lesnar, Mark Henry, and now Braun Strowman.
0: With three, all, all with three tough guys. So, hey, there, all three big guys, too. <laughs> Yeah, you got that shows you right there that ring can't support all that weight, I guess. <laughs> but uh but of course I mean that was um, that was some interesting an interesting moment there to say listen of course especially as far as Braun Strowman is concerned. Um, you know, he's had some key moments here just recently of course with the deal the other week whenever he he pushed Roman Reigns uh uh who was, was pushing ambulance that had Roman Reigns in it, apparently, and a lot of people were... Yeah, from state- the week
1: before, a lot of people were still talking about that.
0: Yeah, that, so 2017's had a great share so far. You know, it's only been four months into the year, but it's had its great share rest of the moments so far, my
1: personal
0: opinion. Yes, yeah. Uh, ain- anything else for Revolution this past Tuesday, J.D.?
1: No, it was kind of low-key, and like I said, we'll tell you, uh, Wednesday was a very interesting quadruple header,
0: if you will. Yes, indeed, and of course... Catch Revolution, of course, Tuesdays, of course, 138 pounds from 9 to 11 p.m. And ladies and gentlemen, this is, and of course, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, due to, of course, circumstances beyond our control, of course, we were unable to bring Rest and Revisited Tuesday night. So, ladies and gentlemen, Wednesday became a quadruple header, as J.D. just now mentioned. With, of course, I just started early in the afternoon, uh, Rest and Revisited was brought in. I do believe it was around the 3 o'clock hour. Uh, J.D. did make it on there to talk about a big-time wrestling moment. Uh, J.D., could you please fill us in on revisit, the special edition of revisit this past It
1: was a very special, and once in a while we'll do those sort of things, yes, indeed, uh, no question about it. It was a very special day, and Tuesday night, of course, the reason why we could not do it, as we said, was because of circumstances. but it was a very sweet one. As yours truly, Iceman's grandfather turned 99 years old on Tuesday hour, so it was a very special night hour on Tuesday night however, so that's why we couldn't do Revisit, but we'll be back 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 in the time slot this week, however, with our time machine, this week's show was very unique because we took you back, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, oddly enough, to the very first Monday Night Nitro, believe it or not, from September of 1995, believe it or not. So uh, it was quite interesting, plus we had some music, of course, uh, usually as we do uh, on all the shows, usually. It was uh, a very unique uh, day, to say the least.
0: Indeed, indeed, of course, the first Nitro kind of like it broke the ground here of course I think that one, one thing that really kind of uh, really got the wheels in motion for what would become of course the historic Monday Night Wars some big time moments took place on that day including of course the sudden appearance of Luger I think yep uh, uh, see, um, see Brian we so- Pil-
1: yeah Brian Pillman showed up on that first show. uh we had had, uh, like I said, uh, Scott Flash Norton show up, if you remember, when he confronted Savage and they would fight the following week on Nitro, Uh vignette of Mr. Wall Street. Uh, it was it was quite a night, however, that very first night of September of 1995. It doesn't seem like it was 22 years ago, but
0: it's been that long. Absolutely. And, of course, uh, I'm sure that we have well, there's a lot of key moments like that on YouTube that, we, that people go back and watch all the time. Uh, I've seen a lot of them here. And let me tell you that right there, uh, the very first Raw, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's somewhere on YouTube as well. Yeah, it is, January of
1: 1993, <laughs> believe
0: it or not. Right, and someone posted a video of the full episode of that, which was quite interesting. No, so definitely, like I said, we definitely progress to contain our vault with so much stuff like that. But, I mean, there's some great stuff on here. I'm surprised WWE hasn't tried to take anything out there, but well, we hope not because, we love we love watching those classic moments. Indeed, indeed, but definitely, like said, as J D did mention, of course, revisited. Of course, we'll come be back on his on this regular Tuesday night uh, Tuesday night time slot. There, and of course, once again, we do wish a very happy birthday to J grandfather, 99 years old. Yeah. Um Very impressive. Very impressive indeed. Has lived a long life, and of course, uh, that is one that we definitely do salute here in the radio network. Indeed. The rest of the visited. We'll be back on, of course, once this coming Tuesday night at 7. P. Uh, call ID, of course, is always 1396. Pal, let's go back to go to our, of course, our main three shows here in the radio every every Wednesday. Of course, Gene, we'll back with back with U.S. outside the road as we brought you several stories from 411 Media, and I do believe that the 411 Media itself actually was the story as far as we were concerned, because uh, uh, as, we, as we reported. All during some of the stories, as I'm not mistaken. I think I did mention that someone someone had hacked the domain for 411mania.com, and so they had to actually. Yeah, um, someone
1: got into it last week. It's it's starting to get it's kind of back to normal now. Yes.
0: Right, but it was at 411wrestling.com for a short time. But of course, but but of course, as J.D. says, I think it has since been repaired. And of course it is back to full leader mania. So but we of course read several stories that was going on here on the on the, of course in the world of pop culture. J D did of course bring you some big time moments here indeed. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, J D impressed us all with that movie with that movie knowledge. They'll be putting right back in the hot seat for another... We also
1: talked about one of the bigger movies out of the week, however, which has become an early big hit. Well, I wouldn't say a big hit, but so far came out to a big splash this last week, over $100 million, but worldwide it's become a big hit already, and that's the new Fast and the Furious movie.
0: Yes, indeed, of course. uh, Of course, it's been a very popular franchise and all. Uh, A lot of people, of course, um, I didn't mention this on the show, but a lot of people were speculating. You know, will this? Would this be another great version? You know, especially with the absence, of course, of the late Paul Walker. Not really, obviously, but uh, but but it turned out as JD mentioned, it turned out to be a smash because I think I think um, you know the 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 full storyline. Like I said, pretty much speaks for itself. Uh, uh, but a great a great movie series, a great movie franchise. I've watched. Uh, uh, several of them, and and, and they're wonderful. Um, Of course, especially if you like fast cars. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, mean, those... Fast cars,
1: fast women. That's what we like to say.
0: Yes. Fast... I think the cars were really the main stars of of those movies, by the way. Those cars. Those cars were sweet. Yes. Big time, indeed. And, of course, I love the commercials they did, especially I think Dodge does with their new uh, Challengers and all that. I think those were awesome that. those was real neat there, too. And I think we also talked about uh, let's see. Well, like I said, we talked about it. Of course, obviously, we put J.D. on the hot seat again for that movie trivia challenge. J.D., very impressive once again, especially as far as a lot of the older and we had a lot of real, real older ones dating back, like I said, to like the 30s and 40s. early 1900s and 1920s, and J.D. still even impressed us with that. I mean, we had we had to take guesses on a
1: lot of them.
0: I yeah, think. we did. But uh, there were some interesting moments here. Of course, AMCtv.com, of course, has these trivia questions on their uh, on their site there, and and they come up with some interesting stuff. So JD was put to the test, and he did very impressive here this time around. Uh, other than that, um, like I said, outside of the ropes, of course, every Wednesday night from. Uh, I'll say, I'll say the time in a minute, 6.30 to 7.30, right, every Wednesday night right here on TalkShoe.com. Um, and, of course, we, we'll be back again with some more big time big time here. Of course, there's some very interesting stuff that's happened here during the past week. We'll definitely be bringing it out here to you. Next up, of course, I'll turn to you on this. Of course, from 8 to 9 every Wednesday night on TalkShoe, it is, of course, wrestling debate. As the NW of Madness Kingdom got together for some more big time wrestling debates and discussions. The uh, J.D., uh, kind of a summary on what took place on debate?
1: It was an interesting, it was a free-for-all. And we also had our good friends, Wolf, uh, the Wolf Queen and, of course, Heavy Metal join us once again. And it was quite a party, shall we say. And uh, we want to thank them for coming on once again. And uh, they see more and more that they enjoy our shows. And we're very pleased that we're reaching new guys as well as a whole new audience out there. And we encourage that you continue to continue to listen because that's what we like to do. It's make you guys enjoy what we like to do. And that's telling it like it is.
0: Exactly. I mean, the thing about it is listening from the wrestling fan's perspective, indeed. And, of course, Wrestling Debate, of course, which, by the way, continues to gain, uh, gain a great amount of, of downloads here recently. I mean, I've actually read some of the past week. It's been pretty impressive. But we'll definitely will be reviewing those here in just a minute, and to let you all know about that. But Wrestling Debate, of course, is every Wednesday night from 8 to 9 right here on TalkShoe.com. Uh, and then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we go right back. Right back to the Mothership broadcast, once again, Revolution, this past Wednesday night. Uh, <clears throat> and of course, we are our live video feed. took place from NXT U.S., the future generation, uh, which I was uh, very, very proud of. It was a tremendous show and all. Uh, of course, as we always do, wrestling news and views, uh, wrestling history and birthdays. Uh, of course, <laughs> uh, Gerard, JD, and John, of course, gave our thoughts and opinions on this uh Smackdown, uh, Smackdown um, smack this this past Tuesday, and of course, uh, like I said, MLD popping on. We I started doing something pretty interesting here, um, and that was of course we did a fantasy draft using a page that I have that we had previously looked at when I actually did a few fantasy matchups uh, with just like many of the wrestlers that I involved like. It had a bunch of different wrestling personalities on it, wrestlers. Um, I would have to say managers and announcers, referees. I mean, this this list contains everything, and we're and uh, and we're we're still working on that. And of course, like I said, from the tag team drafts, everyone who still had their respective organizations got a chance to choose one other one to uh, to be involved with. And I mean, right now, like I said, I will I will go ahead and mention that. John decided, along with WWE, he decided to take the NWA. With, of course, with WCW, decided to take Global Force Wrestling. DTS, along with ECW, has taken Ring of Honor, too. That's a great combination right there. Uh, the Black Widow, along with WCCW, obviously, of course, she talks about this all the time. She took TNA. And UJD, of course, along with AWA, has taken NXT. Uh, and, of course, like I said, so far uh, the list is looking pretty good, uh, as of, of course like I said from what we did last Wednesday. And hopefully we'll continue it on, and I'll explain a little bit more about that here in a minute. But Revolution, of course, this past uh, Wednesday night, anything to add about that, J.D.?
1: Nope, it was a good show, and we continue to uh, be very uh, historic, shall we say. And Wednesday night, of course, always seems to be the triple stacker of triple stackers.
0: Indeed, indeed. And, of course, uh, as silly as gentlemen, is a very rare uh, quadruple header, as we call it, yes. as they did call it here. Of course, it was re- special revisited. But, you know, sometimes we might do that. Sometimes we might do a show. Uh, we might do one of the other shows listed for one day on another day. Who knows? But, like I said, we make sure we can get them all in so that way everyone will have an opportunity to listen to the best, the best, uh, what, what was that sports show called? The best.
1: Best team um, sports show.
0: Yeah, and but in this, and this and I would I would call it the best <clears throat> wrestling uh, lineup here of all time, and that is that is of course our shows here in the network. So, uh, but I would definitely I would definitely you know use that term uh, loosely. Excuse me. Rev- Wednesday Addiction Revolution will return next week. Of course, call ID one three eight zero five five pound once again from nine to eleven p.m. Next up here, ladies and gentlemen, of course it's going to get pretty darn interesting here in a minute. First off, of course, we stop off by Top Heel Inc. as the NW Madness Kingdom once again, of course, uh brings to the table, of course, another as they heal it up, as I as we always say here, uh, on some big time wrestling talk. Uh J D, uh anything on from Top Heel?
1: Top Heel was pretty good and Again, Wolf Queen and Heavy Metal were on the show, however, and it was a good show and we had a lot of fun and that's what we like to do on Thursday nights and make it a lot of fun, however, you Top Heel fans, past and present. And, like I said, again, the open forum was open for debate, Howard, a lot of things, How and it was definitely discussed.
0: Certainly, indeed. Certainly, indeed. Top of course, as I healed up, the NWO Madness Kingdom here, King NWO, the Iceman, and the Black Widow every single Thursday night. And, of course, like I said, anyone else who calls in and brings up their opinions as well, but, and, of course, like I said, it's always fun to have big times. Big, another show of big-time discussions and debates here. Of course, Top Hill Inc. is every Thursday night from 7 to 8, right here on thoughtshoe.com. Of course, call ID 140-562 Pound. Now this one's going to be pretty interesting to talk about. And I'm sure JD will understand understand uh, all this as well because JD was 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 around when this took place. And I'm referring to, ladies and gentlemen, this past Thursday night's edition of NWO Wolfpack, the second installment. Uh we of course we uh, of course had a uh it was a it was very I said it's a very interesting show because <clears throat> and I'm trying to find the best way I can to to phrase this. Uh during during the show of course our live video fee for NWO Wolfpack was coming from uh lwus Latino dynasty, of course. And of course uh we I managed to, like I said, uh uh, present the, uh, I think before, uh, I think King, King and W had not made it on. I think primarily it was UJD and John on the chat box at the time. Uh, we had gotten in the news and views, and I think I had at least gotten in the history and the birthdays. And during, ha- mid- midway through, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, before G- King and W got, gets on, goes, you know, he normally does the plug, but he was not on whenever uh, we got to this point. So I was in the middle of getting ready to give the plug, but then all of a sudden, ladies and gentlemen, I lost phone reception. Yes, we had uh weather staffer. Yes, yeah, so of course, weather. Of course, we had a big storm uh, around, my, around the area here, of of course, where WWS is based in Trinity, North Carolina. And it cut off my cut off my only source of communication, as far as, you know, of course, doing these shows, and that is, of course, my cell phone. So, unfortunately, for 30 minutes, I was dead in the water. Uh uh, the Black Widow Michelle and Dodge did make it on. Eventually King W O did. Um, and of course everyone, uh J D and Michelle, of course I, of course John was still on, but of course obviously I was the only one controlling the chat box, so unfortunately, you know, they couldn't didn't know they didn't know what John had to say. Uh, but uh, uh, but I, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I was still brought luckily I did not lose my internet. <laughs> And, of course, I was still filming the live video feed from LWWS. The weather did not affect that, by the way. I went back and double-checked that. It did not affect that video. So the video went on without a hitch. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, GTS, in the light of this, of course, uh, during our protocols here on uh, any of our shows, of course, especially Revolution and Wolfpack, if, in fact, something happens to me, then GTS definitely steps up to the plate like he did this past Thursday night, and he took control of the show in in my absence Um, uh, because I don't know if I was going to be able to return to Wolfpack or not, but I would be able to at least control the show in terms of being able to end it whenever everyone was ready to uh, go off the air. But eventually, in the nick of time, I think, like I said, I was off for about maybe 30 minutes, but in the process... Uh, by the time I think it was about close, like 10 minutes to 11 p.m. Eastern Time, I once I gratefully I risked uh, uh, my cell phone service was restored and I was able to get back on there in time. Because, and of course, I was glad to see that GTS, JD, and Michelle was able to keep the show going. But with by, by doing fantasy matchups, now we were looking forward to doing more of the fantasy draft, but unfortunately, before I had an opportunity to do that. That's when we lo- I lost my cell phone connection, and uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, as I said this many, many times on Wolfpack Thursday night, I will say it right here again. I said when times come up like this, like I said, that I have come to rely on four people that uh, have stepped up to the plate <clears throat> that will, at a moment's notice, if something happens to me, will take charge and keep everything, the momentum going, all that, even if I'm able to make it return to that situation or not, or, like I said, if I'm out for a while, what have you, I will oversee things here, keep the shows going, and, of course, those four people, like I said, King and W.O., Gerard T. Smith, the Ice Manager, DJ Romo, the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodd, and the Human Machine, John Gross. These four these four folks have stood by me, and you know, during, of course, all this, when we, we had more people than this in the beginning, but, of course... We've lost three, obviously, because of other commitments and other situations, which is understandable. That when people get busy, they unfortunately cannot be on as much as they want to. But like I said, Gerard, J.D., Michelle, and John has stuck through this and has stayed with us. And of course, other folks have popped on here, like more recently, like we, we said, the Wolf Queen and Heavy Metal have popped on more recently. But like I said, I mean, we have. I have four dedicated folks. Who have stepped up to the plate and, and has done everything humanly possible to make certain, like I said, we still continue to bring you the best shows here that we possibly can. And for that, I say, ladies and gentlemen, once again, King to King and WO Gerard T. Smith, the Ice Man right here, Gerald Geraldo, the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds, and the Human Supply Machine John Gross. I cannot express my <clears throat> cannot express my gratitude and express my appreciation. For keeping, like I said, in the midst of a of a small alert, um, so a small crisis that took place here, which caused, caused me to get knocked off, knocked offline, which won't, this is probably the very first time I've ever gotten knocked offline due to a weather situation. Because even though it a during a bad storm, I've always often been able to stay on here with no problem. But this is the first time I've ever gotten knocked off the air. Uh, my cell phone has lost... Uh, Service because of the storm, but the storm must have been that intense to do that. Um, because we even had a storm here not too long ago that contained hail, and I was still able to do the show, which was quite interesting. Uh, but anyway, I do uh, want to thank everyone again for their continued support, and also uh, for their uh, for their uh, their continued uh, service here to the radio network and also all the groups. And all that, and uh, without it and all that, WWUS would not be where it is now. Uh, like I said, I mean, I got over like 50, 50 groups in the, radio, in the in the stable of groups. We've got about twelve or thirteen shows going on here in the radio network. Which all those shows combined, over combined, we've done now over a thousand episodes already, and over thirteen, almost fourteen hundred hours worth of of uh, wrestling talk and other talk as well. I mean we have kind of blown blown the, the lid off and uh, like I said before you know and, uh, and uh, there's some great wrestling podcasts out there I listened to two or three but I don't think anything can really beat you know the true intensity and the true um, you know warmth or uh, the family oriented you know orientation that we have here in the WWS radio network of course we all say I always say the US and WWS has since, has since started having a double meaning and of course the US have always said it stands for United Standing. And of course, like you, that's what that's what Gerard, J D, Michelle, and John did Thursday night on Wolfpack. They did not give up on me. They stuck around for me and they they, they kept her going all Even after I was able to come on, I I kept the show in Gerard's hands because Gerard was handling handling everybody was handling that show with the kid Gloves. And I do thank them wholehearted once again. So JD, once again, you as a witness here today. Like I said, once again I express my gratitude for the events that took place Thursday evening. I do greatly appreciate that.
1: You're welcome. And remind me to tell you something off the line after we wrap up today.
0: Nope. Okay, no problem. Absolutely. And Wolfpack, of course, is a one three eight five two one pound. And hopefully we'll I'll be able to be on the whole thing, the whole show without being knocked off the air again. <laughs> uh, this Thursday night of course I'm not Once again, uh, NWO Bullpack uh, 138521 pound, and of course, like I said last night, ladies and gentlemen, we had a big time show. Uh, this Friday, Friday edition of uh, <clears throat> of um, Revolution, of course, uh, once again 138055 pound. We did bring you, of course, some recipes and views, uh, also some big time history and the big time history and also, of course, we uh, added on uh, quite a few more folks. In the, uh, in the um, <clears throat> uh, fantasy draft here as well, of course, B.S. Uh, uh, yes, got a ton of people for ECW and Ring of Honor. Uh, of course, J.D. got a few more for AWA and NXT. Michelle got some more for WCCW and TNA. John added a few more in for uh, uh, WWE and um, NWA, and I put in a few myself for WCW and Global Force. Um, all in all, I, think I was primarily the, the whole point, the whole big-time moment of the show was the fantasy draft. Um, we also made some more, more big-time discussions, but I did have to step out a couple of times. Uh, Gerard, JG, and Michelle did, of course, talk amongst themselves as well. All in all, uh, Revolution last night was a great show. Uh, another over-two-hour show, I should say. but it, it was a great broadcast. Uh, anything to add, J.D., about last night's Revolution?
1: No, it was a good show, however, and uh, definitely, as always, however, if it was a free-for-all on Fridays you would expect, however.
0: Indeed, indeed. And, of course, Revolution is every, like I say, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday night from 9 to 11 p.m. right here on TalkShoe.com. And now, ladies and gentlemen, too, like, so we're a little over 5 o'clock hour, but that's okay. We're going to bring you these here right fast and see if we get any updates here. Um, let's for our number of downloads here for our shows so far this week. Uh, let's see how all the shows did, uh, as a matter of fact. First one goes outside the ropes. it 49 this week. Uh, let's see here for the, uh, uh, let's see. We, okay, don't have, okay, let's see. It's been updated as of this past Friday. Uh, so outside the ropes so far has one download so far, but that, that number could change. So we'll keep up the great work with that. Uh, let's see how, of course, this show Power Hour, of course, is done here. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Easter weekend actually had a good following for Power Hour. Uh, um, it actually ended the week last week with four downloads, which was not bad. Uh, so far, even though that we're, we're doing Power Hour right now, we've already got two downloads. Downloaded for that. So people are listening to some of the past moments. I believe that's that's, what's helping us out with that. So that's good. That's very good. Uh, Let's see how Top Hill Inc. has done. My show, these were updated as of last night, so we did have a a recent update here uh, right before the end of Revolution, I think, is when this was updated. Uh, Let's see. Top Hill Inc. Uh, has one download in so far for the week, but of course there could be more or, uh coming in on coming in on the way before the end of, before the end of the week comes up. Uh, Wrestling Revisited, of course, like I said, leads gentlemen with the special uh, special night being special night being on Wednesday night. Of course, let's see how that did. Wrestling Revisited did manage to get in. Actually, between the middle of March and uh, and last uh, weekend, and Revisited got four downloads. Four weeks in a row, which is very very impressive. And so far, Wrestling Revisited is up to two. So that number's on its way up. So but more people could still be uh, listening to some stuff here. So we keep on listening there, folks. Let's check Wrestling Debate here. Uh, of course, NW Madness Kingdom brings it to us every Wednesday night. Uh, last weekend, it ended with two downloads. And as of right now, Wrestling Debate has one. <laughs> But that number again, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, could change, so uh, and a lot of times it does. A lot of times it does. Uh let's oh. see here. Uh W U S uh Raw Radio. Let's see how uh let's see how uh of course Kitty's always giddy whenever I talk about raw radio. <laughs> uh Raw Radio uh, last week ended with only two downloads and so far it's got two downloads for the week. So So, JD, that number could go up here again before, by the next time that TalkShoe updates its numbers. Uh, Let's see how. I I pulled it down a little bit too far. Okay. Uh, Let's see how the Wolfpack did and all that. Especially, I'm quite interested to see how Thursday night's show happened and all that, despite the fact that I was silent for about maybe 30 minutes. Um, This last weekend ended with only. Easter weekend ended with one download. Uh, Wolfpack. So far has one download on there but of course that number could change um, and let's see uh, of course the Wolfpack I mean Revolution let's see how Revolution did and of course ladies and gentlemen three three shows in a row and this it may not have updated for last night's broadcast yet so so the number is going to be based off think Tuesdays and, and Wednesdays episode East this past Easter weekend uh, Revolution only managed to get two downloads in uh, whoa big time here we and we haven't counted last night's episode in here yet, but we managed so far to have six for revolution huh. which is very good so revolution's trying to make her way back up. Jen had the double digits since the beginning of April, so hopefully we'll be able to get her we'll, we'll be able to get her back up here. Uh, pretty soon here, especially I said whenever we have four episodes uh, when we do the prediction show next time. I'm sure that that will definitely be help very very helpful to uh, to that yes, cause. Yes, next Sunday. Yes, indeed, and of course the promotions and of course that I do every Sunday night. Uh, we mm-hmm. definitely go through all that Easter weekend. They managed to get three downloads in for the promotions, and let's see how we did so far. We've got one so far for the promotions. So all in all. Uh, we got some good numbers. Uh, like I said, they're 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 trying their best to get up there. But like I said, it will. These take time, folks. And like I said, I mean, it, it could be like I said, also due to them down, due to folks down, other people downloading, you know, the, the episodes that were done for the past week, and also of course past episodes because like I said, all of them are available to listen to, every single one of them, uh, every single show is. And so we love to hear, like I said, you know, your comments on each and every one of the shows that we, we have done. And like I said, I mean, any suggestions or comments you want to make about any know, of them, we love to hear them, hear about them. Uh, of course, JD. Uh, of course, we always go to, and of course, right before we go to ask him his thoughts on on his um, uh, opinion about the about the time. I'll talk in a minute about the number of downloads this week. Well, keep
1: on listening. That's all we ask you to do, however, and we actually have uh, now, believe it or not, we just heard this, and we'll have to hear about this in just a minute, folks. I'm going to get this to you. We have now heard confirmation there will be a dumpster match this Monday, believe it or not. Apparently, Kalisto has challenged Braun Strowman to a dumpster match. Kurt Angle made it official earlier today. And this is what Kalisto tweeted out earlier this afternoon. Monsters have weaknesses, Braun. You are no monster. I challenge you to a dumpster match. Then I will reveal the kind of monster trash you are.
0: Oh, bold move. So moves. Monday
1: night in Kansas City. Things are going to get a little crazy, shall we
0: say. Yes, and of course, Kansas City. Of course, as I mentioned last night during our history and birthdays, uh, of course, has been home to a lot of big-time wrestling moments. Of course, the most infamous one of them all. Of course, we all know it was in, it was the night back in 1999 where we lost, sadly lost Owen Hart. So, uh, but still, uh, but so this will be a big time moment here. Uh, of course, as you heard, JD here breaking right here. Of course, on Monday night Raw, uh, and we'll definitely and there'll be some talk about this. I'm sure on Raw Radio Monday afternoon, JD. I'm sure that you'll be bringing it up. That as you just heard, JD mention, ladies and gentlemen, one match that has been confirmed for Raw this coming Monday night is a dumpster match pitting Kalisto, who made the challenge against the big monster Braun Strowman. Um, I think
1: he's he better think twice because he might be strung out in the Missouri River, for all we know.
0: Yeah, man, of course, a lot of these younger, smaller guys want to go after somebody as big as Braun. I you know we saw Sami Zayn with it for a little bit, but, I mean, uh, we'll have to wait to see how it happens. So there you go. On that note there, ladies and gentlemen, we do thank you very much here for popping on and listening in here today to episode fifty-one of WWUS Power Hour. Of course, this is uh, Earth Day, April twenty, Saturday, April twenty-second, two 2017. Of course, along with the Iceman JD, Jared D. I am Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw saying thank you so much. Keep on listening to our shows, ladies and gentlemen. Uh of course, as we always <clears throat> as we always, of course, it is our honor and our privilege to Voice our opinions on what is going on here. Of course, not just WWE, but of course we talk about all of it. TNA, you know, we bring up Ring of Honor, we bring up some stuff in Japan, UFC. We bring up, we bring up all. We are not ashamed to bring up all of it here. So we we bring everything here to each and every week in some form. Like I said, Raw Radio, Wrestling Revisited, uh, Outside the Ropes, Wrestling Debate, Top Hill Inc., uh Power Hour, of course today, and of course uh of the US. Uh, Revolution and NWO Wolfpack, and also uh, okay, we got like okay, there's still time. There'll be a special announcement, that you know, I will make. Uh, of course, uh, I will not make it though until uh, I won't make it until like I said uh, this week. But there is a special announcement uh, <clears> that'll be coming up here in the works. It'll be coming up, of course, not this weekend, but the next weekend. And I will explain what that is here when we of course uh come back here to so I will start making uh of course big time announcements for it starting this week. Uh we'll try my best to pop on raw radio and I may make the announcement there. If not, I will make it on Revolution Tuesday evening. So on that note, uh for the Iceman, JD Jared Geralmo, this is Mr. w s. Chad Henshaw saying thank you so much for joining us for Power Hour number 51. And of course look forward to next Saturday afternoon we bring be bringing you more big-time, <clears throat> uh, uh, once again, uh, a review of all of our shows. Of course, the rest of history here for the past, uh, uh, for this, uh, for next Saturday as well, as well as, so, of course, the number of talk show downloads and all that. Any other tidbits in between that myself or JD has to bring you, we'll definitely be bringing them to you, just like what we have for today with this announcement for a match on Raw. So that's pretty good indeed, pretty good indeed. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <clears throat> Power Hour is a broadcast of the WWUS Radio Network. Right here on talkshow.com. Also, be sure to listen to our promotions here tomorrow night, and I will be promoting what we will definitely be talking about here uh, during all of our shows here of the past week. I mean, of the coming week, excuse me. Uh, and also, of course, I'll make another update about the downloads. And also, I will have wrestling wrestling history for this coming Sunday or tomorrow's night. Yes. Power, like I said, is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network. Right here on TalkShoe.com, where we're over one year older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be, and as always, will forever remain your wrestling connection. For the IceMan JD, Jeremy, all know this: is Mr. WSW, Chad w s Charles. Thing. Take care of yourself and each other. And as always, here in the radio network. Uh,